Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome again to Charles Kelly Money Tips. Hope you're having a great day. Hi to everyone on Facebook Live and uh, hello to my podcast listeners, which you can find at uh, moneytipsdaily.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, etc. Now today, uh, there's been a report out that British household debt has, has reached record level and uh, it's the same thing is happening in America. They're reaching record levels. This is despite high employment levels, low taxes and, and historically low interest rates. Now, in the UK, the TUC has called for higher wages, high pay, more, more pay rises uh, to solve the problem. But we know that this is not always the answer. You know, if you can't manage a small amount of money, the chances are you'll not be able to manage a larger sum. You know, unless you change your habits, then that that bonus or that pay rise will just be blown on more stuff, wouldn't it? Uh, and just be blown on that second or third holiday. You know, before you've even had it, you'll be saying, let's blow it, let's spend it. So you've got to be able to change your habits. Now, I cover a lot of this in my book on money. Uh, money uh, can buy you happiness. And I'm also writing a, a new book on debt. Uh, but what I'm going to give you today is a free system that I'm going to put in the, in the new book. But I'm going to give this system now, which is called my managed manage debt system, which are 10 tips to get you out of debt and consumer debt in particular for good. OK, so get a pen and paper and start start writing this down. So M stands for make a list. Now, make a list and prioritize your debts in order of importance. And you know, look at the, the cost of, say, the, the service in the debt, which is the one that's costing you the most. Um, obvious priorities, though, are things like keeping a roof over your head and you know, maintaining uh, power supply. So you, know, you don't want to be not paying your, your rent or your mortgage or your power supplies, but paying somebody who's just shouting the loudest. Sometimes people will pay uh, someone that's calling them up saying, when you're going to pay, when you're going to pay. But that might not be the priority debt. You've got to consider the roof over your head, your heat, your, your light and your, and your, and your power, etc. Um, so look at the cost of the, the loans, particularly things like credit cards, um, you know, the highest interest rate, particularly things like payday loans, which can be cost, costing you a fortune. Um, now, clearing the high cost debts will give you breathing space to pay off other debts faster and saving money by saving money on the interest, of course. Uh, but, you know, make a plan now to start paying off your debts and stick to it. Start clearing the expensive debt like credit cards, payday loans. But first, um, you've got to really make a plan. It's not, it's not just a question of, you know, right, let's quickly pay that, let's quickly that, or always sort of firefighting and reacting. You know, make a list. You know, list them all out so that you say, right, there, there's the spreadsheet. This is what I owe here. This is how much I owe. This is how much that I pay. So when you see it, you know, you, you can visualize it and see it there. You, you're much more likely to come up with a solution. And say, ah, oh, I know what I can do about that. Some some loans might, you know, you might be able to extend some loans to, to make them cheaper or, or whatever. And, and and this is the first step in making, by, by making a list of all your debts, you, know, you, you will make, a, <coughs> believe me, a huge, a huge difference. Okay, the A stands for acts, acts non-essential outgoings. Okay, 
go through your your standing orders and direct debits this is really important if, if you've got a bank account and you know i mean i'm talking about in the uk now you can go down to your bank so look where are my list of my standing orders or you can do it online if you bank online and then look down and see and you know you might find what am i paying this for you know i i once had two gym memberships on the go and, and it was ridiculous and i was hardly going to them um so i've rationalized that i cut them out I've now moved to a, an actual cheaper gym, which is nearer to where I live. And, and I go to that regularly now. Uh, so you, you can come up with all sorts of things. Sometimes um, stuff can be coming out of your, your bank account and your card. I, I had uh, one company who deducted money from my, uh, from my card. Uh, it, was, it was via the, the mobile phone, actually. That it's very easy to get into to mobile phone payments, regular payments. And they apologized and then sent me back nearly a year's payment. It wasn't a lot of money, but I spotted it on my mobile phone. Bill. What, what the hell is that? You know, and, and they just done it by mistake. Didn't apologize. They didn't offer me any compensation, but at least I, I stopped the rot. So, so make a list of those non-essential outgoings, um, things that you don't really need. Um, you know, the Sky TV. Um, you know, could you, if, if you can't afford the gym, don't go. You know, just exercise at home. Get some, some weights down at you know, buy some secondhand weights and stuff or just go for, go walking do do something but you, you've got to cut your when when times are tough you've got to be ruthless and, and say look if i don't need this i've got to cut it out okay the end stands for never pay the minimum amount on your credit card the minimum balance you know when you sign up for a credit card they say would you like to pay the whole balance or or the minimum right now the minimum balance used to be five percent it's now only around two percent or three percent so you can imagine you're paying 16%, 18% on these credit cards and, and, and you're just paying off a couple of percent of the balance. It, it could take years, in some cases, 15 years to pay off some credit cards by just paying the minimum. Now, in that time, you're going to be paying a fortune in interest rates. So never settle for the minimum. Now, you might not be able to pay the whole balance because some cards will say, would you like to just pay the complete balance off every month? OK, you might not be able to do that, but you can certainly say to me, I want to pay you know, instead of the minimum balance, which might be £20 a month, you can say, I want to pay £50 a month. Some some credit cards will do that for you. If you can't get that done, then pay your £20 minimum balance, but go into the bank or or on the phone, make a, a manual payment or through your online banking, make a manual payment to clear it off quicker quicker by, by increasing your payment every month. It, it does make a, a huge difference. And right, so we've got M-A-N and then A, apply for a, a balance transfer card. Now, okay, this this might seem a short-term measure, but by transferring credit cards to uh, from high interest charging to, to, to zero interest charging cards uh, can give you a bit of breathing space, maybe nine months, maybe a year, sometimes up to two years. I've had offers come in, say, look, would you like to transfer this balance over for two years interest-free? Okay, now watch the fees. You might pay a small fee, 2% or whatever, uh, and that's effectively not really interest free, but it's it's a fee plus interest free um, and, you know, then pay off that card as fast as you can. Don't just keep accumulating things like that. But it, it could give you that breathing space if, if you if you get one of those minimum payment. Uh, uh, sorry, the uh, balance transfer offers. It could be a new card. It could be on your on your existing card. And then you, you find, OK, they send you an offer and you can get another card and put it all onto the, the zero interest uh, uh uh, card to, to give you breathing space so that the interest you save you can then use to clear you know the, the other more expensive debts you've got to use this properly and then and write down and, and and 
figure out how much you're saving and then use that to clear your debts. Hi to everyone coming on. Hi, it's hi there to, to Victoria there. Um, okay, so that's never pay the minimum balance on your credit card. Apply for a balance transfer card. Now the G stands for generate extra cash. Uh, you know, one of the most obvious ways of reducing your debts is to increase your income. You can only go so far by cutting back, cutting back. Sometimes you need to generate income. It's like a, a business. If a business just keeps cutting back on departments, cutting back on research and development, cutting back on this, what are they left with? You know, they've got to eventually start doing more business. So if you think of yourself as a business, think, right, okay, how can I generate more cash? Now, you may not be in business. You might be working for somebody, but you can still think of yourself as a business. And then you could say, well, can I run a little business on the side? Could I get a part-time job? Could I get a Saturday job? Could I get anything, you know, or could I do more hours to, to increase my income? Sometimes, you know, it sounds obvious, these things, but unless you, you write them down and start uh, figuring it out properly by, by making a plan, um, you, you won't do these things unless you, you actually make a plan and you make it a goal and, and an intention to really do these things. So don't, don't think, oh, that's obvious. Anyone knows that, you know, do something about it, write it down. This is this is part of your plan, right? So G, generate extra cash. E, entitlement to benefits. This is very important. Now, in America, they might call it welfare support. Now, check if you're entitled to any benefits or tax credits. Um, you know, this is especially applies to single parents and people on low income in low paid jobs. You might be in a low paid job uh, where you, you are entitled to some sort of in, in benefits or uh, help with your rent, your mortgage or whatever. Um you know, but make sure you get those because, you know, you might say, oh, I'm, I'm not the type of person that takes benefits. Don't be too proud. Sometimes you, you need a bit of help and it could get you through a difficult period. I mean, one benefit or one tax benefit break could make a huge difference to your finances. It could save you hundreds of pounds a month. And that could be the difference between, you know, having nothing left at the end of the month, having a little bit of money left that you can use to, to clear your, your debts. So find out more from your government website or your local citizen's advice uh, office if you live in the UK. So that's E. And then D, don't ignore bills or demands. This is really important. Check if, um, you know, never ignore a bill or, or a red letter or a demand or, a, you know, a, a, any letter from a debt collector or bailiff, especially a court letter. You know, if you get a court letter and you ignore it, then, you know, you're, you're going to find that you, you will actually end up getting uh, a county court judgment which can blight your uh, credit record for up to six years particularly and, and also if you ignore uh, the credit card companies they can put you in default what, and, and and a default is a bit like a, a judgment but without having to go to court so if you ignore the credit card and say look unless you you, know, you get the final letter so look, unless you pay this balance off you will be in default and when you're in default they can press a button and you will have a default registered on your credit file for up to six years and the same thing is if you, if you get a, a credit a, a court letter you know I've been involved in court cases for people and you know some people just ignore a court letter they they, they, they get to say they can't open it you know I, I can't even look at it but you have to if you can't do it get someone else to come around and do it for you and it's amazing when you go to a county court how many people don't turn up despite having maybe three or four warnings and then the judgment is registered against them by by default because they haven't even bothered to turn up or haven't you know just couldn't face it, but you, you can't bury your head in the sand and hope it's all going to go away. If, if you ignore things and bailiff things, you know, they'll come around your house or knock on your door if you don't ring them up and, and do something about it. And every time they come around your house and or every time, you know, a sheriff or a bailiff comes around, it adds hundreds of pounds to your bill. 
a single parking ticket, you know, for, for 50 pounds can end up three or four thousand pounds if you don't deal with it and do something about it. Because, you know, by the time they've come out for you and they've taken goods away and all the rest, it can, it can amount literally to thousands of pounds if you don't do something about it. So never ignore bills. Don't ignore bills. Don't ignore demands, court letters, etc. OK, the E now, this is we're into the D-E-P-T. The E stands for enter into an arrangement. Consider this. Now, this is a big step, but consider entering into an arrangement with your creditors. Speak to your creditors. You know, if you're really at, you know, your wit's end, you can't afford this. You, you just cannot manage all of these bills and all these debts. You know, rather than saying, I'll bury my head in the sand or just let them come and take my house away. Or in some cases, people have committed suicide over debts. And imagine that. You know, when perhaps all they needed to do was speak to the creditors and say, look, I can't afford to pay this. And it's amazing how many times they might say, well, what can you afford? You know, we'll spread it. We'll, we'll do something about this. Some some will be helpful. Now, when I say enter into an arrangement, this is a bit more, more of a formal situation where you might enter into a uh, a debt management plan. Right. You might say, um, uh, I'm going to get a get a company or an advisor to, 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 to get into a debt management plan where you, you will formally agree to pay off a percentage of your debt, maybe not all of your debt, over a period of time. And, and once that happens, you know, they're not going to keep hounding you as long as you stick to the arrangement. There are more formal arrangements like IVAs, individual voluntary arrangements, which we'll, I'll come on to in a second. Now, always take legal, professional and financial advice. Don't just listen to a salesman who rings up so we can clear your debts. You know, they're just selling you a service, which can be very expensive. So talk to to an advisor, talk to the citizen's advice. This is, is a kind of a last step. But um, remember that you can also come into, you can also just speak to your creditors and say, look, I can't uh, afford to pay you. So what are we going to do about it? And often they'll have somebody who can talk to you. Okay, so that, that's um, uh, that one entering into, into an arrangement. But consider this as a last resort. Now, the B then stands for be proactive and ask for help. Now, this could be talking to your local citizen advice or a government office or an agency that helps with these things or a debt counsellor or even a relative. We all need a bit of help sometimes. But as I say, don't just try and take it all on your shoulders and get lonely or depressed about it. But don't be ashamed of it. You know, you've got into debt. You know, you can get out of it. This is not something that can last forever. You know, and, and these arrangements that I've talked about, you know, the, the final step is, of course, bankruptcy. You know, if you don't do something about these things, then you'll end up um, becoming bankrupt. Maybe you'll be made bankrupt uh, or you might just say, well, I'm going to go bankrupt and do it yourself. Um, but that that's like a very drastic step. And remember that although you can be out of bankruptcy within a few years, you can be discharged. It will always appear on your record. You know, you're a bankrupt. Have you ever been bankrupt? You've got a foot on a form. You fit, have you ever been bankrupt? Well, yes. You know, so it's not a great thing. And I've known bank people to go bankrupt for £3,000. It's a silly amount to go bankrupt for because they could have just paid that off. Why go bankrupt for for £3,000? I said, why did you go bankrupt? He said, well, I told them to bankrupt me. Oh, I'm not going to pay you. Bankrupt me. So they did. You know, but who's the winner? He's not the winner. They're not the winner either, but he's not the winner. Um, he, he's he's lost his credit rating for years. And, and also, if you're, you're made bankrupt, they can go after other assets that you've got, like your house. You know, you could lose everything. Uh, so, so don't go, go, you know, these arrangements I've been talking about are steps towards that, but they avoid the bankruptcy, which is the ultimate. Now, obviously, if you owe, if you owed 50 million and, you know, you've got 50 pounds, you might have to consider going bankrupt. Maybe that would be the best thing because 
you're never going to be able to pay off 50 million. So by going bankrupt, you usually wipe the slate clean. But most people don't need to to get that to, to go that far. OK, and the, the last thing that the T is to take yourself off, off consumer debt for good, like, like taking yourself off drink or drugs, you know, take it off, kick the habit. Right. And, and never borrow to buy expensive consumer items which depreciate in value. And I've said this before, um, you know, Warren Buffett said that borrowing money to you know, at 16 percent to buy consumer items which go down in value is dumb borrowing. Right. That's why he buys credit card companies that lend to people who who practice dumb borrowing. In other words, he's saying I'm buying credit card companies to lend to dumb people in many cases. Right. So so don't do it, you know. Um, and especially avoid ripoff deals like rent to own consumer products. There are these companies that mainly base themselves in poorer parts of the country and they rent uh, furniture. They rent white goods like washing machines. They rent uh, Sony Xboxes and games consoles to people. And it might sound cheap. Oh, I can rent that for five pounds a month. Yeah. But what's it going to cost you over the over the over the years? A fortune. Some of the interest rates on these things are 40 percent. So, you know. I would prefer to go down and, and get something on eBay secondhand rather than, uh, you know, rent these new things that are shiny and new, but they're going to cost you a lot of money in the future. Um, you know, the old adjective adage is, you know, if you can't afford it, do without it. That was the old way. But, um, you know, modern people now say, I want it now. Right. Um, you know, and that that's wrong. You know, we have to become, you know, we've become too accustomed to like buy now, pay later. I want it now. And, and this culture of, easy credit which should just be called easy debt and when you see a sign fast credit it's really fast debt you'll get into debt very fast but it will take you a long time to get out of debt so to just watch that and uh you know keeping up with the joneses is another problem just because your friend's got a new car a new uh, new new gadget doesn't mean you have to have it and i mentioned a lot of this in, in my forthcoming book money can buy happiness and uh, in my book actually it's not forthcoming it's actually a book now but I've got a new book coming out where I'll be talking more about debt as well and how you can use debt to your advantage rather than this kind of consumer debt. So that's the manage debt list. Make a list, ax non-essential debt, never pay the minimum balance, apply for your uh, a minimum balance, a zero balance a transfer card, generate extra cash, entitlements and benefits, uh, don't ignore bills, enter into an arrangement if necessary, be proactive and ask for help and take yourself off consumer debt for good okay so i'm gonna give you two more bonus tips now just for you just for listening in today two more bonus tips okay never never use these expensive payday lenders or people to knock on your door and and, and unauthorized doorstep lenders uh, they're illegal most of these these type of lenders uh, they'll charge you a fortune and once you get tied into these things they, they can cost you a lot of money pawnbrokers are another one um, these are last resort lenders but they can cost you a lot of money and second bonus tip is to start building a good credit rating by making your repayments on time. This means, um, you know, when, you, when you've got a credit card and it's due on the 30th of the month, don't go into the bank and pay it on the 29th and think you're going to get it on time because it takes a few days to process it. Make sure you're paying it and they reach the money reaches the person who you owe the money to on time every month. And the way to do that is to set up direct debits or standing orders so that you never miss a payment. OK, um, and the higher your credit rating, the good thing is that you'll have access then to cheaper credit, more credit and better credit uh, rather than this 
expensive credit because you know they say the rich get richer and the poor get poorer well in this case it's true because the poor end up with the most expensive credit the the, the payday lenders and the the rip-off lenders they end up with that so they've already got very little money and they, that, even what they've got is taken away from them by by these expensive loans whereas the wealthy can go out um i was with a broker today you can you know i can borrow hundreds of thousands of pounds at 1.64 percent per annum okay 1.6.4 percent you know i can borrow 200,000 pounds it would cost me about 300 a month um and, and that's that's amazing whereas you know you you want to go and buy a car it can cost you 25 or 30 percent so by having a good credit rating, you can you can help yourself in the future and use debt to your advantage, which I talk about in my, in my new book. So hi to everyone coming on. Um, my word of the day, I just want to go through that now quickly. My word of the day is IVA. I mentioned that just earlier, individual voluntary arrangement. I'll just quickly explain what that is. In England and Wales, an individual voluntary arrangement is a formal alternative to uh, to avoid bankruptcy which is as i said you know where you're completely made bankrupt it's established under the insolvency act 1986 and constitutes a formal repayment proposal or an arrangement to pay creditors and uh and this could be unsecured credit so you get all your creditors together all the loans you owe all the debts and and credit card debts and you say well i can only pay this amount and some of that debt would be eventually be written off now it's a contractual arrangement with creditors um and it can help people in some time, but it is it is kind of not the last resort, but it's a it you know it's when you you've really reached the end of your tether and you can't manage your debts, then you would have to go through. And this process is a formal arrangement. There are less formal arrangements like debt debt management plans, as I said. Um, now there is a, a similar thing for businesses called a, a company voluntary arrangement or a CVA, and there is also for businesses going into administration. Uh, in America, it's Chapter Eleven. And, you know, many companies have come in and out of of administration. And in America, many people have been in Chapter 11, big airlines and even companies owned by President Donald Trump have been in Chapter 11. But they've they've restructured things and come out of it. You hear a lot about companies going into administration and then restructuring their debts, even leases on their premises. They can restructure in administration. Big companies you know, are doing this uh, that you'd see in the high street. So, you know, if big companies can do it. Why can't you do it? As, as an individual why why do you think feel that shame of debt don't don't you know get get to grips with it and start making a plan okay so that's all for now thanks for tuning in everybody and uh, i hope that's been useful and if, if you want a full list of this you can find it at my website moneytipsdaily.com which will be on there today or tomorrow thanks very much and uh, this is charles kelly bringing you money tips to help you save earn invest accumulate and enjoy more money Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 